Hi, this is Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher and life coach. I'm also author of several self-help books. Today, I have Craig Goldberg, who is a relaxation expert and technologist on a quest to help humanity achieve a deeper sense of inner calmness through the use of sound and vibration technology. He is a vibroacoustic therapy practitioner and his work is backed by 40 years of research showing the many benefits of this type of therapy. And it's all based on technical acoustics and vibration technology. He's also a patented inventor and constantly exploring new ways to use sound and vibration to help people reduce stress and anxiety and heal and really transform their lives for the better. So, Craig, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you, Mary Kay. Grateful to be here. Thank you so much for having me. So tell me a little bit about how you got involved in this work. I think everybody listening, I'm living in this beautiful world that we have co-created, this amazing culture that we have here in the United States and around the world. And I, like most entrepreneurs, I'm a 25-year entrepreneur. And I think like everybody, I wear that badge of busyness, the entire list. It just continues as I check boxes and check things off, more things appear. And you find yourself in is go mode and through experiencing vibration therapy, through experiencing the acoustic instruments, bells, chimes, crystal bowls, didgeridoos, gongs, Mm -hmm. I found solace and I found quiet. I found solitude in the sounds and the frequencies. And in time, I began digging into the science to understand why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And I, was introduced to a digital delivery system known as vibroacoustic therapy, which is basically a, a digital delivery system for sound and frequency to this to the body. And I became enamored with the, I want it now, and I don't want to have to sit here and play an instrument. I want to drop in and allow myself to release and relax into it when I want, however long I want, and mm-hmm. on my timetable. And I really became enamored with the technology and of course the music that guides it and more importantly, the impact that it was having on my own physiology, my own mental wellness, my own physical well-being, emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell people a lot, I selfishly created a business around what I most needed. That's so that I beautiful. Could find my own balance. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of what I do because I use it. And music is so healing. Do you think Mm. this is different from other kinds of music like rap and hip hop? Some people feel like any kind of music can really get you into that peaceful mindset. So so here's the cool part. I completely agree with you. Music moves you. It, It moves the human condition and the human body. The music that you like moves you. The music I like moves me. Mm-hmm. And our technology actually allows you to listen to anything you want. So think of it as a full body delivery system for sound and frequency directly to your body. It's based on music, sound, and frequency. And mm-hmm. we convert that sound and frequency into vibration at the lower frequencies. And the beauty of our technology, to your point, is that whatever that music is that moves you, you can listen to through our technology. So if it's hip hop, it's house music, if it's heavy metal, it's rock and roll, 
smooth jazz, you name it. Whatever that music is, when you play it through the in-harmony sound lounge, meditation cushion or practitioner, you are feeling the same frequencies that you're hearing. And this creates a three-dimensional, fully immersive sound experience, a musical experience mm-hmm. that drops you into that zone. It's like listening to your favorite band on a Walkman or a CD player, like with headphones, mm-hmm. versus a home stereo system, like somebody who has a great home stereo system, or mm-hmm. going to a concert. And the difference is from an upgrade from just listening to it through your phone versus listening to it through headphones, versus listening to it on a great home stereo system, maybe with a subwoofer, versus going to a nightclub or a concert where they have hundreds of thousands of watts of music pumping through those speakers, projecting that sound onto you. Mm -hmm. And then it's an even further upgrade to use our technology, which does so with a lot less wattage, a lot less power. But we use a specific technology called a tactile transducer, which converts low-level frequencies, mainly 100 hertz and below, into this vibratory experience that allows you to interpret that sound not just with your ears but also with the mechanoreceptors in your skin which are constantly sending signals to the brain about what you're feeling vibratorily and that Mm. upgrade is where the magic happens and that's the science to it Uh, there's a lot of science behind it absolutely not just in the specific frequencies that you're listening to which The formal body of research that kind of governs what we and so many sound therapists do is called vibroacoustic therapy, vibro vibration, acoustic sound. We're talking about vibration and sound therapy. And the the genre of music, if if there is one, is it's called microtonal. It's long drone bass notes. So think of strumming a bass guitar and that low end frequency response versus a kick drum, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like a, a thud versus a long pulled out and mm-hmm. really feeling the resonance for a lot deeper, a lot thicker and a lot longer. And when you pull out that drum note and you do this over 22 minutes, which is a, a, a formal session that's 22 minutes long, there are a series of biochemical reactions in the body and chemical cascades that kick in the body that move you from sympathetic, stressed and anxious, too parasympathetic, calm, and relaxed. Mm -hmm. And that's where the magic really lives inside of what we do. So can everyone use this all day? Absolutely. (laughs) This sounds... Yes. The the short answer is yes. You can't really overdo it. You can in certain situations. And you certainly want to be cautious of how much exposure you have, especially early on. Most Americans are living a very sedentary lifestyle. Most Americans are sitting in front of a seat, chair, desk, and not really moving around an awful lot. And the human body was designed to move. And anybody who's listening will know that their doctor will tell them, get up and move, exercise, jump up and down. And there's reasons for that scientifically in the body. Uh, From a physical perspective, the detox pathways that we have in the lymphatic system is designed to be driven by gravity. It's not like the circulatory system associated with the heart where it has the heart pumping blood through your veins and your arteries and your capillaries. But instead, the waste system that we have in the body, the lymphatic system, it's really governed and driven by gravity. And when you're sitting sedentarily uh, all day long for days on end, you're not rebounding like a rebounder, a small trampoline jumping Mm -hmm. up and down helps to get the lymph going. When you first expose yourself to vibroacoustic therapy, when you get on the InHarmony sound launch for the first time, 
we're moving every cell in your body. We're jump-starting that lymphatic system and that lymphatic drainage. And in the beginning, that can, it doesn't always, but it can trigger the detox pathways to activate and therefore the body to begin to detoxify the system. And you can have detox symptoms. And detox symptoms can look like a cold, the common cold, low-grade fever, coughing and sneezing, mucus buildup, headaches. Um, so in the beginning, you want to ease into it. Uh, even though it feels amazing and it feels great, you could find yourself with a headache, with a runny nose, with mild a mild cold or, or a low-grade fever. As the body is working with this buildup of toxicity that has now been released from fat tissue and, and from lymphatic drainage pathways that haven't been activated in so long. So I tell people in the beginning, ease into it. Mm-hmm. Do your first session, 22 minutes, see how you're feeling. Give yourself 24 hours to allow that to move through you. And then you can increase exposure from there. When I first got access to a sound lounge six and a half years ago, I was on it three times a day, literally morning, noon, and night. I'd wake up, I'd get on it. I'd, I, in the afternoon, I would take a break by getting on it. In the evening, I would round out my night and my evening routine with, with the sound lounge session as well. Now, fast forward six and a half years, I'm probably on the technology once a day, depending. And on the weekends, I might find myself hanging out with friends and I put the sound lounge on the floor and we hang out, talk and, and catch up, laugh and and I'm sitting on it for two hours, three hours, four hours, something like that. And it's fantastic. It feels amazing. Well, can you tell us why it's important to open detox pathways? Because I don't know if a lot of people understand that concept. Yeah. Look, the short statement to that is we live in a toxic world. Right. <laughs> it's just that simple. I know. And the body is so brilliant and magnificent in how it was designed. And we're only learning more and more about this every single day. And because of the toxic exposure that we have every single day, and it's in the air we breathe, the water and the food we eat, the materials that we touch every day, and any one of these materials by themselves probably wouldn't be an issue. But with all of the exposure, I think back to my days living in California. Mm -hmm. They have something in California called Prop 65. And Prop 65 is a legal statement that has to be placed on any on anything that has a substance known to the state of California that may cause cancer. And which is everything. <laughs> which yeah. is it's remarkable. <laughs> it literally says prop 65 warning. The contents of this have been known to, to cause cancer by the state of California. And that could be it's not like on a shovel, like at Home Depot. Right. It says this. And that's because there's a coating on the wood to keep it right. So, and over time in using that shovel, the coating wears off and it wears off onto your hands if you're not wearing gloves. Right. So that by itself, probably not a big deal, but when you couple that with whatever General Mills has in your Wheaties, plus right. whatever seed oils are in your, the pasta that you're cooking, mm-hmm. plus right, like uh, plus whatever air freshener that you're using, ozone or Lysol or whatever cleanser residue is left in the home that you're cleaning. So Mm-hmm. You can see how very quickly we are overexposed to lots of different toxic loads on the body. Right. And the body struggles through its natural detox pathways, not just the lymphatic system, but your liver, your kidneys, uh, gallbladder, and the other aspects of us biologically that is used to filter out toxic load. They get overworked. It's one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan from a health and wellness perspective to have a detox protocol that you go through daily, mm-hmm. weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yeah. annually. 
So there are things that I'm doing every day to help detox, which I would consider the sound lounge to be part of that. There's a protocol I go through every week. I fast for 24 hours a week. Part of that fasting is to rest my digestive system and divert that energy to detox Mm -hmm. processes. I have a process I go through quarterly where we fast for two weeks, only liquids. And then annually, I'll do a bigger fast, a bigger cleanse, a parasite cleanse, heavy metal detox. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's a variety of different things that we do to support the body's natural ability to detoxify itself and correct itself. You can tell whatever you're doing is working. (laughs) Even talking to you, you're so calm. Your energy comes through the phone. I appreciate that. <laughs> if you only knew what was going on before I dialed you. Same. Uh, I was I caught in a rainstorm and I was carrying all these things and then I'm completely soaking wet right now. And I just felt so calm. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell at all. I appreciate that. I just moved into a new house. Saturday oh. was two weeks. Oh, wow. Um, on, between running my business, my wife works full time. I have a three and a half year old. I have two new roommates. Their stuff, oh. our stuff, intermingling, getting the house set up, unboxing, all that right. stuff, the garage, so the backyard. <laughs> and that is super relaxing. And and it's really night and day. I'm working in my office during the day and then I'm going outside and I'm like, okay, one more box. And right. shipping. <laughs> I want food, but this isn't unpacked yet. Where's the blender? And right. So there's that going on for the last couple of weeks. And then on top of everything else, yeah. my daughter's getting picked up by, by my grandparents, by her grandparents today from school. And we have two days without our daughter. So we decided to have a few people over. And a few people turned into 25 or 30 <laughs> that are literally transcending on my house as we speak. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. So we're preparing for that. And a few showed up early to help us set up. So, again, so what did I do? I went from my buddy just showed up. He you got to see my new truck. I'm like, I have this podcast. I'm working. I got stuff going on. My buddy's here. He's a boxer. And he's got a title fight coming up. So they're doing breath work in the backyard. You got to come and sit and breath work. And I'm like, no, I got to work. And come see my new truck so i was literally just sitting in his truck and i looked this at my watch and i was so like funny. i gotta go so what did i do i went into my office i closed the door i sat down in my chair i closed my eyes i took a few deep breaths box mm-hmm. breathing which we're going to do here in, yeah. in a little while with our listeners great and i settled in away from the chaos it went in into myself into my soul i pulled up a picture of you I pulled up the info and the research that I was doing on your positivity podcast uh-huh. and I dropped into that became the focus and that becomes the drive so that I right. can show up for you, for myself, for the listeners, and I can be dedicated and focused on even right now, I'm staring at a picture of your cover album, the yellow background with the pink oh. letters <laughs> and, and your face looking back at me. <laughs> and that's the zone that I want to be in. And that's the focus. It's like among one the step of the, at a time. <laughs> Yeah. And knowing full well that everything else is there waiting for me. I'm well aware that there's plenty to do in the house and allowing that to hang out when it's time for me to focus on that. I will focus on that. That's a good point. Well, thanks. That's a good point, though, is being mindful in the midst of chaos. Because we're Mm. always in that situation. And you just literally gave a verbal account of how you do that. So Mm. thank you. But it's not easy for most people. They usually pick up the energy around them. So why do you... why exceptionally empathic. Oh, yes. We all are, right? And most of us don't know we are. 
your listeners are going to be a little different because they're your listeners and they've been following along and that's the message. So there's an awareness that comes from it. But new listeners to your podcast are like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I recognize that. So when I'm walking through the mall or I'm sitting at the airport, I'm not necessarily feeling my stuff. Uh-huh. I could be feeling any of the hundreds of people that I'm surrounded by. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth. The endless to-do list. We've, I, I like to say thank you and you're welcome for co-creating this incredible culture of busyness where we wear that badge of honor of how are you? I'm busy. How are you doing? <laughs> hey, how are you? I'm busy. I'm good. You wear that badge of honor. Right. It just doesn't end. Right. And, but I feel like there's a, the, a change. There's a shift in the world. Yes and no. Yes and no. I'll give you a couple other real life world examples. Okay. Uh-huh. Here I sit. I, I just bought a new RV for my family to enjoy. We love to go off into the desert and get away. I live full time in a motorhome for, 26 months traveling the country, absolutely <laughs> wow. breathtaking, beautiful, and incredible. I spent two hours at the DMV yesterday registering my RV. If you've ever been to the DMV. Yeah, that's so fun. Like, <laughs> it's not fun at all. No. And no matter how much research I do, I'm never fully prepared. No. I'm calling my insurance broker and this doesn't align and I, there's a typo on the VIN number. And so this world that we have around us. And the regulatory aspects of it, it's not a political conversation. It doesn't matter what you believe. It, it, the reality is, look, I had to put my garbage cans out last night. In order to do that, I had to clean out all the garbage cans in my house and make sure it was all out of the curb last night, right? So mm-hmm. there's just living life comes with layers of to-dos. Not only do I have to-dos that in harmony to prepare for this podcast, to get these emails out, to get production samples out, to work on the prototypes, to whatever... So I share all of this because life is complicated and even the most simplistic of lifestyles comes with layers of a to-do list. And Mm -hmm. we are constantly prioritizing that to-do list and identifying what can get done and can't, and none of us have enough time to get it all done. And for me, mindfulness meditation, vibroacoustic therapy, There's a great book that I'm reminded of as I speak about this. It's called The Power of Full Engagement. This book basically talks about the mental, physical, emotional, spiritual downtime is as important as our uptime. As I sit here, Cody Crowley, who is a featherweight, a welterweight boxer, he's going for the championship. His next fight end of October is for the belt. We're good friends. I haven't mm-hmm. seen him in months, but I see his Instagram and I see that he's training every day. And I'm like, you don't quit. And he goes, no, no downtime for me. And I looked at him and I paused and I said, really? No downtime? And he looked at me and I was like, I have the sound lounge and I have my <laughs> meditation. My buddy Nate is down, who is a master of uh, the white dove method, which is all about meditation and going inward. Mm-hmm. So for me, I look at what we do it in harmony as giving the humans that use our technology a break from the chaos and training the brain through a morning routine, an evening routine, or just a when you need it routine. It teaches the brain to slow down, Mm -hmm. to identify, prioritize, and set yourself up for success so that you can be more powerful, more at the ready, more clear, calm, and collected when the chaos around us inevitably ensues. Mm -hmm. And it does. To your point, my friends are constantly telling me, like, I'm really calm. When, like, things are hitting the fan, people call me. It's because I come in with this grounded, relaxed. Don't get me wrong. I have my moments. But generally speaking, 
I approach things with this cool, calm. All right, let's take a few deep breaths. Let's figure out what the priorities here. Let's figure out what's going on and let's figure out what the best path forward is going to be based on the information we have right now. Mm-hmm. Knowing full well in 20 minutes, an hour, a day, two days, I'm going to have different information and I'm going to reflect back on the decision that I just made now, probably wishing I did something different or, or knowing I did the right thing. But we're constantly being bombarded with new information and we're constantly just making the best decisions we can based on the info we have at that moment. Mm-hmm. And I just recorded another podcast about an hour ago. And at the end, they said, what's the one piece of advice that you have for people? And I said, be kind to yourself. Know that you're doing the best you can. Mm-hmm. Know that you're going to show up with what you have right now. And that's you're going to have more later. And just be kind to yourself that you are enough, that you're doing enough, and that you're trying to do the best you can in the moment with the information that you have at that time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people will go into situations when they're overwhelmed and they panic and they freak out, basically. They think that's what is motivating them and getting them organized. And it's almost a way of saying, get your butt in gear. Tell them why mindfulness and meditation is so important. Because I don't think people value the downtime, which is what you were saying just now. So why is that so important? And And I feel it too. As zen as and chill and relaxed as I am, I get worked up. We all do. That is a natural response to stimuli by our nervous system. And your nervous system is constantly evaluating what's going on in the world around you. Your nervous system and your brain is processing some 4 billion inputs per second. 4 billion with a B. It's like a huge number. Mm-hmm. Conscious mind can handle four bits of information per second. So there's a lot that the brain is pulling in, identifying, prioritizing, and then deciding what needs to get filtered through. That anxiety, that stress that we feel in these moments is, in my opinion, healthy. I don't want that to go away completely because it does, like you said, it does give you a drive. It does give you energy and to use a car analogy, a driving analogy, the ability to drop it into six gear and push when mm-hmm. we need to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important part of identifying and prioritizing what goes around to know consciously when you need to drop it into six gear. If you're living life in six gear day in and day out, that's when you're going to run into trouble. Day after day, week after week, month after month, you're opening the door for dis-ease and symptoms to continue to show themselves louder and louder. And that's where we get into trouble. Mm-hmm. But to your point, mindfulness and meditation is the ability for me, the conscious Craig, to decide how I'm going to show up. Viktor Frankl wrote a book. He was a Holocaust survivor. I love his and book. In yeah. his, it's an amazing book. Uh-huh. And his quote, you're going to know it, and I'm going to mm-hmm. butcher it, but it's something along the lines of, in between a stimulus and a reaction, there's a pause. Mm-hmm. And it's in that pause that we get to decide how we're going to react to that stimuli. And for me, mindfulness and meditation is stretching out that pause and making it as wide as possible. Not to say, I was having meetings in my house, I had two back-to-back meetings in my house yesterday, and there was some chaos going on here. The door was ringing, people were coming in to fix things. There was just a lot happening, and one of the guys was like, wow, there's a lot going on around here. I said, yeah, there is. My nervous system, when somebody knocks on my front door unannounced, my nervous system gets a little fired up, like on edge, right? Who is that? There's nobody (laughs) supposed to be here. And that's not even somebody barging through the front door. That's somebody just knocking and appearing. The nervous system is always going to evaluate your surroundings. 
and is mm -hmm. always going to evaluate your safety. And it's that fight or flight response, that sympathetic nervous system response that kicks in. Mm -hmm. Now, yes. when that sympathetic nervous system response kicks in, a number of things are happening in the body that I think people need to be aware of. Mm -hmm. the, the first, just a moment ago, rational thinking is turned off. So when you're in fight or flight, you're not being rational. You're thinking, but you're not being rational about your decisions. Mm -hmm. Some other things are potentially happening because everybody's a little different, but your immune system is turned off. Your reproductive organs are turned off. Your digestion is turned off. Now you're not making rational. Now, if you're in fight or flight, which means if you're feeling any level of stress and anxiety, you're in that fight or flight mode, that sympathetic nervous system response. You're not making rational decisions. Your, your digestion is turned off. So it doesn't matter how organic, what supplements you're taking. How clean your food is, if it's vegan, if it's carnivorous, it doesn't matter. You're not digesting your food, which means you're not absorbing nutrients, which means for that short period of time that you're designed to be in that fight or flight, your body is not operating optimally. Your immune system's not turned on, something that's really important, especially over the last four years around the world. Right. And I know so many people that are trying to get pregnant and can't, right? Miscarriages right. and I IVF and... Mm -hmm. Stress and anxiety is at the root of a lot of this. If you're stressed and anxious all the time, if you're not doing anything to train your nervous system to stay calm and collected, you have the potential to really set the stage for disease and symptoms associated with disease to kick in. Absolutely. And to your point, it's a muscle that you're training. You are training your body on how to react. As Cody walks away from my house, I bet he's a lot less nervous when somebody knocks on the door than I might be. Or if somebody were to come running through that door, Cody's muscles are trained to fight and defend himself. It's what he does for a living. He gets mm -hmm. punched and punches others for a living. Right? <laughs> or I'm not. I'm a lover. I'm not trained for that. Right. But why is that? Why? Because Cody trains. He gets hit every single day. Yeah. So that when he steps in the ring for a fight, it's not unusual. His body knows exactly what to do. And he practices mindfulness and meditation. And it's a big part of how he trains to stay zen and to stay chill and relaxed amongst the chaos of getting punched in the face repeatedly. Right. Which is a pretty harsh example, but nonetheless, I think one that hits home, pun intended. <laughs> I once spent the day with Muhammad Ali when I was younger, and mm -hmm. I kept punching him in the arm just to see if he would react. Of course, he didn't. I kept punching him harder and harder. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so go tell Cody I beat up Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> Look, to the point, he's trained for that. Right. right? He didn't and... even flinch. It was like a fly. <laughs> but he's conditioned for it. Mm -hmm. Right? So that training is conditioning. That's a really bad and... example because obviously <laughs> I'm not even a factor. But yes, I know what you mean. No, but look, but he's conditioned to get punched. His skin is used to it. You, mm -hmm. I would imagine if you were sitting there punching me and then I'd have a reaction because my him. nervous system would react to it. And he was like, he didn't punch back. I don't mm -hmm. think he's legally allowed to. But, um, <laughs> but that's conditioning. Now, how does that relate to mindfulness and meditation? Mm -hmm. You're conditioning your nervous system. You're conditioning your mental capacity to handle that which is otherwise chaotic. And over time, you train yourself into that calm and relaxed state. Mm -hmm. And that becomes your norm. And even though there might be chaos around you, it becomes much easier for me to sit down, walk away from the chaos, sit down in my chair, close my eyes, take a few deep breaths and go back to that place that I have trained my body and my mm -hmm. mind 
to go mm-hmm. to. And, and that's what shows up in this external calmness that everybody else picks up on. I'm very cognizant, very conscious about it. And it's something that I'm very worked hard very aware of right well yeah, it's, and it's constantly and it's ongoing <laughs> well what's the difference between the sympathetic and parasympathetic responses and do we have control so we actually we have control so there's three main nervous system states we hear a lot about sympathetic and parasympathetic mm-hmm. sympathetic associated with fight or flight parasympathetic associated with rest and digest or calm and relax and we have a third which is neural hormonal Sympathetic and parasympathetic are the two main nervous system responses. Neural hormonal is like our backup system. Mm-hmm. Think of it as your energy reserves, if you will. Mm-hmm. And when we're balanced, we're spending a third in each one of those zones. We're regularly dipping into our reserves. We just in the, the, the normal life and the trials and tribulations that we go through day in and day out. You're not going to be able to control the sympathetic nervous system response entirely. However, you are going to be able to control what triggers it. So to your point before with Muhammad Ali, he has conditioned his nervous system not to go into fight or flight when he gets punched. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, I get punched and I'm going into, I'm like, Hey, what's going on? Right? My nervous system perks up and feels that change in pressure as your hand hits my skin. Mm-hmm. And it sends a trigger warning to my brain that says, defend yourself, prepare to defend yourself. That kicks in cortisol and adrenaline, and these chemical cascades begin to trigger in the body. You're never going to completely turn off that fight or flight response. Is in your personal relationships, in like uh, my sister's an angel; she doesn't really do much wrong. But like, I've got friends <laughs> whose you know brothers and sisters won't stop doing that thing that they've talked to them a million times about doing. And, right. Or better yet, you have a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend that's back together with this guy or gal. Even though they treat them so poorly and you've walked them off the ledge three or four times when it comes to breaking up and getting back together, it's like, why are you going back down this road? Well, I'm in love or the sex is good or (laughs) they hold me or they just make me feel secure. Or you just find security in the interaction and the connection that you have as unhealthy as it may be. Right. That's how this tends to show up in our lives more often than not. More often than not, it's not really life-threatening. It's just something the body perceives as life-threatening because we live pretty safe lifestyles right now i'm sitting in a beautiful house in las vegas the air is um, not 95 degrees like it is outside in my house it's tempered (laughs) and controlled and i've got humidifiers and i'm in a fairly safe environment i still have a bat next to my front door i still have a bat next to my bed nobody's (laughs) ever broken into my house before there's no reason for me to think that's even a threat and yet our nervous systems haven't caught up with the lack of that potential and the the amount of safety that we have. Keep in mind, just 200 years ago, it's 2023 as we're recording this podcast, Mm -hmm. just 200 years ago in the early 1800s, human beings here in the United States were actually concerned about making it to tomorrow. My great-grandmother didn't have refrigeration. Mm -hmm. I I remember talking to my great-grandma Gigi before she passed when I was much younger And my grandfather was a butcher. I can't even tell you how much product he lost because he didn't have refrigeration. He just had an icebox. Wow. Today, I have two refrigerators and a freezer overflowing with at least six months to a year's worth of food. Pretty safe when it really comes down to it. 
I have electricity. I have air conditioning. I have two generators in my garage. I have water. I have 70 or 80 gallons of drinkable water. I think I'm in pretty good shape. Yeah. And yet I still get worried about what's going on politically and globally. Mm-hmm. And look at what's happening in Maui right now. That's what your nervous system is designed to do. It stems from when we were living outside, sleeping in caves. It has not matured or evolved since then. And uh, look, I go camping with my family. I'll be laying in my tent and I'll hear a stick break. And I know I'm the only human being around for miles because we like to go far away from other people. And I'll hear a stick break outside. And what does that say? Editor? Maybe it's a bear. Maybe it's a coyote. Maybe it's a wolf. Maybe they smell food. Maybe they smell me. I have a nervous system response to that. That's what the nervous system was evolved for. And yet so many Americans and so many people listening are like, that would never happen to me. And yet your nervous system is reacting to other things Mm -hmm. like your phone going off when you're driving in the car and it's just out of reach. You ever leave your phone in the passenger seat or the back seat and you hear it going off thing. It's blowing up. Is that Mm -hmm. my boss? Did I miss a deadline? Am I supposed to be in a meeting right now? My friend must really need me and you're driving and can't get to it. Your stress response goes up. You're driving to an appointment and there's construction on your route that's usually not there. And now you're going to be late. That nervous system response that kicks in is the same survival mechanism that was designed to protect you against an animal or predator, which just doesn't happen anymore. The closest thing to it is you're walking in a dark street at night by yourself and and take a turn onto an alley and you probably shouldn't be there and, and all of a sudden you pick somebody up behind you and you're not sure if they're following you or if they're just walking on their way or you know what's going on your spidey sense starts to go off that's your nervous system that's mm-hmm. your sympathetic nervous system response it's cortisol and adrenaline flowing through your blood making you more alert sending power and strength to the major muscle groups of the body and it's all designed to save you and protect you so that you can fight or you can run and Far too often, we're being triggered. That sympathetic nervous system response is being triggered for otherwise not life-threatening scenarios. And when we're living in that sympathetic nervous system response day in and day out, that's when the body is just not naturally running the detox pathways and autophagy, killing off dead cells and doing all the things that we need to do every day to keep ourselves healthy. That's one of the reasons why I created In Harmony is to bring awareness and to give people tools that can help them to spend more time calm and relaxed and less time stressed and anxious. I think it's great. And it resets your nervous system. All of mm-hmm. them. People need to really start to value taking that lunch break, getting out in nature, meditating, doing a walking meditation, any chance you get. So Tell our audience how they can learn more. How can they get this product and if they need to reach you? Absolutely. I'm one of the most tangible people on the planet. (laughs) Is how I say it. I don't know that I really am, but so our website is IamInHarmony.com. I-A-M-I-N-H-A-R-M-O-N-Y.com. IamInHarmony.com. All the way down at the bottom, there's a phone number. There's an email address. Our address is there. I'm in Las Vegas, but we're based in San Diego. That email address comes to my inbox, support at IamInHarmony.com. That phone number, customer care, sales, or just waiting for Craig Goldberg on extension 104. If you've got a question, I want to help you. We're also on all the major social networks, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, LinkedIn, Pinterest, 
all of those email addresses, DMs, and contact, it all comes back to me. My role is to right. be here to answer questions. So if you've got questions, send us a DM. I want to talk to you and, and hear how my, we might be able to help. And they can get this vibroacoustic technology so that they can really experience Absolutely. more mindfulness and calm. And We're in stock on all of our products. The meditation cushion comes in beige and black. The InHarmony Sound Lounge and the InHarmony Practitioner are all in stock. If that seems like a little much, we have a 30-day money-back guarantee. I don't want anybody to have my tech that's not happy. I'm very blessed that we have a very low return rate. We also have our app, which is an iOS and the Android um, app stores. And you can start by downloading our app. It's a free 14-day full trial. No money up front. After that, it's uh, $8 a month or $80 a year. And you can play our music meditations to the point I made before. You can listen to it through the speaker on your phone. You can put on a great set of headphones. You can play it through your car stereo system, not while you're driving. You could play it through your home stereo system, or you can make the investment in our technology and upgrade the experience even further. Craig, do you want to lead our audience in a short meditation before we sign I'd off? Love to. Thank you. I just want to, I think meditation can be, it can be a little intense and it can be intimidating to a lot of people uh-huh. and it doesn't have to be. Right. I love that you close with a meditation. It, a meditation could be doing the dishes. It could be doing the laundry. It could be cleaning the house. It could be driving. It could be anything where totally you just allow good. yourself to relax right. into the moment. I think the other point that's really important is that you're never going to clear your mind of thought. Your brain does not know how to do anything else except think. It is literally here to think and evaluate. And those 4 billion inputs are constantly flooding through less times than others and more times than others. Yes. But generally speaking, your brain is constantly evaluating instead the intention that I have for mindfulness and meditation or mindful meditation. All three of those are mutually exclusive and related, but three different things is really to allow the thoughts to flow through dwelling on them or not dwelling on them and allowing yourself to relax through and allowing yourself to feel and allow them to pass. The words and the mantra for me is this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Because it's all temporary. We only have the present moment. We can't dwell on the past or dwell on the future. We have to be present in what's happening and what we're evaluating and dealing with right now. And everything shall pass. This too shall pass. And I would love to guide us on my personal practice and my go-to. I would love that. Okay, great. Thanks so much for being with us today. And I will play some Tibetan bowls. How about that? Sounds spectacular. So what I'd like you to do is simply get comfortable, whatever that means to you. Could be sitting up, could be cross-legged, it could be sitting in a chair like I am, it could be sitting on a couch, maybe playing down. Maybe you have some in-harmony vibroacoustic tech. But get comfortable, whatever that means to you, and allow your body to feel the weight of gravity and to fall into place so that it's in a resting place, including your head and your neck, which for me is really important. When I sit down to meditate, I'm generally in my office chair, which supports my neck, or I'm sitting in my meditation seat, which I'm sitting up straight and my neck is resting firmly over my shoulders. And we're gonna take a few deep cleansing breaths in I like a box breath. I'm going to guide people through that. So we're going to take a deep cleansing breath in for four counts. And hold for four. 
and exhale for four. And hold for four. And we're going to continue like this. In for four. Hold for four. Exhale for four. Hold. And as you continue breathing like that, I'm going to walk us through a little bit of gratitude, a little bit of what I call healing vibrations. And what I want you to start with is I want you to think of one thing that you are super grateful for, a person, an activity, a relationship, a happenstance, something that right now in this moment you can think about, embody, and feel and sit in the gratitude that you have for that experience, that person, that relationship. And I want you to think about the smells associated with that. I want you to engage the five senses of how your body physically feels when you're with this person or doing this thing or experiencing this thing you're grateful for. How do you feel in the body? What does it smell like? What sounds might you hear? What might you be seeing or looking at? If it's a person in a face like it is for me, thinking about what this person smells like, I'm thinking about what they look like, I'm thinking about the big smile on their face when they're looking at me and I'm smiling back and I'm really dwelling on what that feels like. Back to that box breath, a deep cleansing breath in through the nose. And hold. Exhale toxins out through the mouth. Hold. Really want you to see it. Maybe there's something else that you're eternally grateful for and you want to think about that. Sitting in gratitude is one of the most fantastic things that we can do for the nervous system because there's no fear when you're grateful. There's no anger when you're grateful. There's no resentment while you're grateful. There's only that feeling of gratitude and joy, happiness. That, that comes when you think of those things that you're grateful for. Next thing I want you to do is imagine a glowing orb of energy. And that glowing orb appears above your head and it is bright and it is lighting up the room about you. If your eyes are closed, still visualize that ball and sphere of light glowing all around you. And I want you to visualize that glowing sphere of light moving down through your head, down through your body, down through your legs, your ankles, and into the floor beneath you. And when it does that, it's grounding you into the earth, grounding you into the presence, taking the energy that starts above your head and pulling it straight through your body and into the earth. And that orb begins to move in a circular motion circling underneath you and creating almost like a centrifuge of energy underneath you. And what that orb is doing is gathering up the collective energy of Mother Earth. And in an instant, when I snap my fingers, that orb fires straight up through your body and up through the sky and up into space above us. And I want you to visualize the perspective that orb has as it drifts further and further away from this Earth zooming past the sun and the planets, zooming past other suns and stars as it travels to the edge of this universe. 
And as that orb drifts into the farthest depths of this universe, like a rubber band attached to that orb, your body flies off this planet Earth. And as you get up into space, you're met with this ooey-like substance that catches you and holds you. And you fall into it with bliss and love. And that orb comes right back to you. And all that collective energy that has been gathered by this orb is now sitting back above your head as you relax and rejoice, sitting in this fantastic orb of energy, love, and light. And what this energy is doing is it is actually supporting and helping your body to feel and operate in its highest and greatest form. I want you to visualize any pain. I want you to visualize any discomfort. All of that begins to melt away as the energy, the collective energy that this orb has collected sets into every cell in your body, allowing you to relax, allowing you to heal, and allowing you to feel the best that you've ever felt. As we move out of this viscous gel that we've been sitting in, we begin to drift closer towards Earth. And we begin to free fall in a very controlled way through the ionosphere back into Earth. And you can see that Google Maps view of the Earth as you're coming closer and closer. I can now see the United States. I can now see Nevada. I can now see Las Vegas. And I can now see my house. And I am so effortlessly flowing through the roof of my house back into this chair. And as I'm doing so, that orb of light begins to dissipate. And that orb of light begins to shower this entire Vegas Valley with that healing energy that I have been consumed with. And I am now showering every single human being, every cat, every dog, every living being with that healing energy. And I can visualize people I don't know sitting in a cafe around the corner, literally getting hit with this ball of healing energy. And I can see them all stop their conversations and snap into this same beautiful meditative mind that I'm experiencing right now. And they can feel what I feel. And they can feel the health, vitality, rejuvenation, regeneration happening in every cell in their bodies as well. And this is happening not just here in Las Vegas, it's happening all over the world. Is that glo globe, the entire globe feels the energy that I have gathered, used, added to, and then sent out to the rest of the world. A deep cleansing breath in through the nose, exhaling toxins out through the mouth. And as I begin to feel my body, begin to wiggle my toes and wiggle my hands, begin to feel my body and feel present in my body and you can open your eyes and i can say welcome back thank you so much craig we are grateful for you and i hope you have great success and happiness in life and we'll talk to you again soon i know for i am for one going to order 
my vibroacoustic technology because I love the idea of opening up pathways and feeling calmer, more peaceful. So thank you again. You're so welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you to your audience for listening. I'm eternally grateful. Have a great day. Thanks. Bye-bye.